Hello, welcome to the Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. As you can tell, I'm excited because we're talking starships and we've got a guest with us, a first-time guest, Damien, known as Darius Strecky. Hello. Good Hello. to be here. <laughs> Delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're very Great welcome. To have you on. And as we were saying before we got going, the last time that I spoke to you was December 2017 and your like before Christmas live stream, so it's yonks mm. ago, like ages ago, um, kind of when this collection wasn't as big as it is now. <laughs> to say the least, yeah. Like, just, just, yeah, you dread to think how many ships I've added between now and then, like, just... Yeah, because it's like, as I understand it, it's not just Eagle Moss's 180 issues, you also got... Uh, bonus editions, uh, extra large ships, and shuttle mm-hmm. packs, and so you took was it oh, well over <laughs> over two hundred, isn't that right, or something? I think based on what we're doing, I think I did a quick calculation before we got going, and I think we're doing it on about two hundred and thirty. I think for based on the numbers mm-hmm. I've got, because we're not doing everything, because that would just be too nuts. But I'm, tr- I'm trying to keep it to, which even it is overwhelming in its own right, but. You know, whatever. The stand. We haven't actually said what we're doing, but it's the Egomos or Hero Collector Starships collection. So 180 of that. We've got. What else did I say? What else? The specials. So there's 25 yeah. of them. There's, what, 25 bonus issues? And then there's seven shuttle packs. So mm-hmm. we've got plenty to get begin with to try and work out what they got right and what they got wrong. And my god, we're going to have fun because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, and there's no particular order to this. We'll be going kind of here, there, and everywhere, I think. And actually, this is uh, this is going to be... Because like, there's so much to do. We're gonna, I think we're doing two episodes on this, aren't we, Si? Yeah, we're going to also have um, Clive on in the second one because with that many ships, we're going to have to have two guests on to try and cover everything. <laughs> but we want to start off with Damien to kind of have a new guest on someone that I've wanted to have on for ages and just thought you know what this is the time to go and do it like roughly a year after it ended just to kind of go what do they actually get right what do they get wrong not that we all know it and poop ships and well you know you've got to bear in mind obviously I'm (laughs) I'm sure you probably know Damien um, that I'm not as before we start I'm not as into ships as Simon is but I've said, doing the research I've done, I've, I found it very interesting. Actually, recently, I've kind of started getting a little bit into it. But yeah. one of the things I've always found interesting with Eagle Moss, with what Simon has told me, is the more well-known ships, they mm-hmm. seem to get wrong a lot. But the lesser well-known ones you hardly see, they seem to get do very well. <laughs> yes. Yes and no. Like <laughs> You have the double-edged sword of when you have a hero ship, um, it's going to get so, so scrutinized, you know, um, versus uh, Ship of the Week. But uh, there's some there's some reasons as to why the successes and misses happen as well. Um, but yeah, it is. It, it can be a little bit of a shame for a collector when, when you have anticipation of a hero ship or like a pro- uh, candidate for your collection and it's just not meeting expectations. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I said, watching some of your reviews, I said, I didn't like, like, (laughs) you know, Simon's always been very passionate about starships. 
and um you know and i've, I've kind of understood it but i've never really paid as much attention to it but mm. watching your some of your kind of reviews on the eagle moss ships it was really quite an interesting insight because i, I you know it's, it said it's, it's all in the details so it's not just kind of it's yeah, it's also kind of where 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 things are placed so where they where yeah. they placed something like that, the impulse engines or whatever it is if it's mm. not in the place it should be i know people can really pick up on that kind of thing yeah um so yeah I, it's just it's just been quite fascinating kind of doing this research as Simon's kind of given me for the episode and you know I, it's been a bit of an eye-opener i suppose yeah i've mm. got to give jamie a bit of credit here because i gave him a heap of it and he's really coped well with it and has actually <laughs> understood it he's actually understood it and got it straight down to kind of right this is what to look for this is that's what makes a good one that's what makes a bad one and yeah. it's just trying to so i give a lot of credit because i i gave him i think he's had about a month to do this so he's done an awful lot of prep for it and awesome. a little vague bit of direction from me but not a hell of a lot i think i just say there you go here it is have fun a few vague notes and direction kind of <laughs> a lot to consume <laughs> yes make your own mind up and tell me what you think yeah <laughs> <laughs> with a few models thrown in for just good measure so like yeah. one of the last times i saw him i gave him a runabout model you did actually yes and i do actually have it in my room actually uh hang on let me just it's actually right in front i think of me. which is actually probably a good example to actually get because i think one way we could look at this is kind of Damien, if you were to say to someone that's fresh to the collection, what sort of ships would you say to go, would, should they get? Which is yeah, a horrible know, question, but... It is a horrible question because, <laughs> like, you know, even like even the introduction there, you know, there's, there's well over 200 ships uh, covering 50 plus years of Star Trek. And it continues, you know, that there's the Discovery Collection... Um, and again, the Star Trek universe ships from all the new series as well. But um, the any collection is completely subjective. It's it's totally yeah. in the eye of the the collector, um, and it really depends on who I'm talking to. Um, so you're going to have in one bucket. Now this isn't going to cover everybody here, um, but you will have your completionists out there that want issue one to the very end, every revision. Um, convention special and so on and so forth and then you have your a la carte collectors as well and um again if you're a fan of the hero ships i don't think you'll be disappointed um in the collection and you have two basic options you can go with the standard collection which are the the, the kind of regular sized as they're known as and then you have the xl variants which have grown and they've focused around the kind of hero ships they haven't really diverged into more oblique ships as well so it really you, i'd be asking a lot more questions like do you want to display them what do you kind of want out of the collection as well and also there's the financial uh <laughs> side of it as well because again your excels they're, they're not cheap they're not cheap um you know you're looking at a, a composite model here die cast with the uh, plastic components as well um so they're, they're, they can be fairly hefty so there's 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 multiple ways you can look at it but um I don't think you'd be let down by the hero ships in either of the collections. And again, being a la carte, you can go really deep into the lore and go back to like TOS or 
you in the animated series right up through any series that you want as well um the folks over here collector ben robinson they've really curated a, an unparalleled collection um there's a little bit of something for everybody there it's something we've never seen before no and we've owned no. ships Mike. that we've always wanted as well that's the amazing thing to it like the ships at all yeah. 359 we've never seen them fresh out yeah. of space stock and we we own them we actually own them there we actually see what they used to look like before they ended up and <laughs> before they were all broken yeah <laughs> the oddities of the wolf 359 fleet yeah you know and i was going to say there like the closest i i had ever come to this was like the micro machines collection from way back when um <laughs> which i loved and adore i still have some but um you know like when i saw the ad for this back in 2013 like oh, i'm so i'm so for this like you know i may not know every specification of a ship but i i classify myself as um a starship or like sci-fi ship enthusiast i just i just love uh sci-fi ships yeah it's good hobby is that, is that what, how you would classify yourself as well, Sai? I'm a ship geek. I really, I really am a ship yeah. geek. I always have been. This is, it mostly is Star Trek, but every franchise has its kind of ships where you go, oh, I'd love to, yeah. love to, love to fly in that. I'd love to, I say like me and Falcon, like I, I really want to go to um, Galaxy's Edge. I really want to see the Man and Falcon, like a physical Man and Falcon, because it's like, mm, that'd oh. be cool. But, but if you know, I was meant to go last year, so it was meant to happen, but my God, it didn't happen. Ah, nuts. The Trek Collector, uh, um, my colleague who I do the Nerdscape podcast with, he got to go to Galaxy's Edge and, uh, yeah. We, we had amazing. Chris on last year. We spoke to him about um, what what you leave behind. What, 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 what you leave behind the DS9. That one, yeah. I couldn't quite remember which one it was. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm a total shit geek. I always have been, always will be. And I found this collection. I, I think it was when they first started back in 2012. Their was it test run? They did, they did te- the I test think. run. Yeah, it was a slightly different uh, Enterprise D version, which uh, went through a few revisions. Um, so there's a couple of uh, early Enterprise Ds out there that. Look a little bit different paint wise, but uh, shady yeah, price. that was 2012. The shady prize, yeah, <laughs> affectionately known. <laughs> and then we saw it at one of the first conventions, and I love that store. I, I've got pictures of them showing off that first four models, and again, it was like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. And I think that's where I signed up, I think possibly. And it just didn't stop from there. And there are just so many good ships in there because I yeah. did an article of Clive back in 2016 about kind of our favorite ships from like the first 50 mm-hmm. and then from then i started noting down my favorite ships so i have got about four pages worth of ships that i absolutely love it's just like oh too many too many <laughs> but i think Damn the successful collection <laughs> but i think one that i've kept saying shame me about is the nx refit Oh, yeah, you the, love that. The special NX refit. Yeah. Oh, the Drexler's NX refit. Pretty, yeah. pretty. I think that's one of my favourite large models that I actually love because the amount of detail they fitted into that. And I think for me, it's also the the what's, one question that people love and hate is the fact that it's mostly metal, which is just, oh, just what you want. Yeah. It's just one of my yeah. favourite models they've ever done. It's one that I'll rattle on about forever. 
And as it, it is a beautiful ship, you know, like when, as you say, because of that particular ship that you pick, because you have that uh, raw texture to the ship anyway, and then you feel that weight in your hand, it, it feels more real. It, adds, it, more it feels more real, exactly. And like with, with that ship, like almost every ship, um, there's no mounting holes in them either. So you have these floating stands as well. So it is one, you know, solid, you know, as good as a replica as you can get um, for the price point. And it's, it is a beautiful ship. I love getting that uh, Excel. And, you know, fantastic size for that ship as well. It does show off a lot of the beautiful detail based on the scale of it overall. It's another one we haven't seen on screen. No, that's, exactly. That's what could have been? Uh, don't say that, Damien. Don't say that. We all wanted to see that. <laughs> what could have been? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll appear one day, I'm sure. I suppose at least it did end up in SEO. That is something, at least. Yeah, so, I was going to say. That is exactly. something. It's just, but that, that's one that I actually love entirely. And, and the thing that I was looking through my notes is there's so many Vulcan ships I've chosen as well that they didn't really get any of them wrong. No, they have some like and like not to focus on the specials too much, but like uh, like even the warp sled, uh, oh, amazing fucking long range. The amount uh, of details they've managed to shove on that model is just incredible. Just yeah, yeah, and we finally got the Taplana hat as well from First Contact. Um, that was a lovely ship too, you know. But you're right, like the Vulcan ships have been fantastic overall. It's, it was a good staple. One that I didn't, I had never really liked until we actually got to the final issue. I never got to get, got to understand, or never really liked the uh, ugh, the Borg ships. I never really got, never, never really liked them. Mhm. I, I don't know what it was yeah, about them. Yeah, you saying that to me a while back. Just no. I think they they perfectly produced. Just none of them really made made me excited, apart from the the final issue. The, the actual ships in the collection itself. Yeah. Yeah, like, when you when you look at the... Like the sphere wasn't too bad, and the Borg, the, the Queen's Diamond, it had detail in there that you could kind of glance over, but, like, the sheer magnitude of, like, the, the cubes that we've gotten. Um, yeah, like, some of the paint blotches are, are, are a little rough, and um, you know it, it can take you out of it. You know it's when you when you see some of the minutia of the paint applications that they do on certain ships, and it's hard when you have a huge huge ship like um, take the uh, oh what's the species again? <laughs> I, I'm having such a brain fart here. Or or lovely dinosaurs from Voyager. Voth. Um, Voth you city have the Voth mod, the city yeah. ship like that's a colossal ship, but you can only get so much out of you know a several inch. Um, model you know but um like even even the subscriber gift board cube the one that lit up it was kind of more of a novelty thing but yeah. uh you know um there's <laughs> yeah i think a lot of people had high hopes to get the the ominous vibe out of a board cube you know that that the the, the shudder down your back of uh you know resistance is futile but yeah they've been a bit of a hit and miss for sure yeah because as i understand from what simon has told me like even ships have a character, you know, particularly if it's a particular type of species, like you say, the Borg. If you can, I think what's incredible, if you can capture something like that in just a model of the look yeah. of a ship and you actually 
feel that menace, then they've, they've obviously done something right, haven't they? Yeah, you know, 100%. If they get, yeah, if they can get it right. <laughs> A good example of that would be the Klingon ships because their bird of praise are freaking phenomenal. And um, like even their, um, like their Vorcha, like a lot, a lot of the Klingon ships have been very successful. And, you know, we've gotten a lot of them from um, John Eves as well because of, uh, you know, uh, Star Trek Enterprise. But you look at the Negver, you know, that was one of the weakest ships one of them uh, in the collection as well like you had this ominous this was the flagship the one that came in and like uh tried to dwarf ds9 but um it just the, the model just didn't have the character that they imbued in the bird of praise in the collection as well so yeah, you know I'm, it's it's a hard one to capture i'm glad you actually brought up damon obviously yeah i don't own any eagle more ships as you guys know and we said earlier but said looking at some of the pictures and just some of your reviews oh my god the level of detail and it just i loved it the level of detail particularly in the klingon bird of prey was incredible just as you say it's astounding the amount that could actually get on there and particularly mm. if it's accurate as well and i just yeah i mean one of one of my favorite um ships i'd love to get a model of and simon will know this is the nx01 because I'm oddly enough, I'm rewatching for Enterprise again, and I've always loved the ship, inside mm. as well as the outside. But I've totally fallen up with that ship, and and again, the model, the model that I've, that I've seen you do review of it was really, really impressive. And I, I, I just, yeah, <laughs> as I said, I think this has really awakened something in me now, sticking down doing this episode with you guys. So, just it's it's, it's exciting. I must admit, it really is exciting. It's it's the memories that are attached to them, you know. Like as I said earlier, like I I, I, I put myself in an enthusiast kind of bracket for these, and like when I look at a ship, I, you know, I go off on a fanciful flight of you know. Imagine if this was real, you know. Like where would I like to go within the ship, or you know, the capabilities of it, and um, brings me back to my favorite episodes then as well. You know, like they are collectibles and toys, so it's the it's the it's the kind of the memory attachment of watching Star Trek as you're growing up. Like I remember holding the Enterprise D for the first time because that's that's the Star Trek that introduced me into the whole franchise was uh you know back in the back in the late eighties um with Picard and crew and uh, that's always going to be my Enterprise because it was my first one you know <laughs> we all have our first <laughs> Enterprise and um you know it's just like and I think we all do make. Or spaceship noises when we we hold them for the first time as well, <laughs> you know. We're blind. So. I probably would do exactly the same, to be honest. We all have our own age six, flying them around in the living room. I think we all have that moment. Yeah. It's like <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's part of it. And then it, if it doesn't look quite right, it's just like oh, just oh, if 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 only if only like. My mini films could become real. It's that whole part of it, and I think yeah. they really hit it well with the Enterprise D and the X01. They really hit it off to a good stride with those first like four to six issues. They really did with some incredible <laughs> models. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't they didn't win every battle. No, no. <laughs> you know, um, there there was I, I remember <laughs> the vocal. The vocal few in the community when the Enterprise C 
hit because like that that would still be a hero ship you know it's when you when you dub anthem with the name enterprise you have high expectations and um yeah you know, there was there was there was obvious misses on the enterprise and then like some of the xl ships as well you know when um the uh, the the movie versions of the enterprise came out like there's you're missing key things um and it can be a little bit of a like a letdown you know you have your anticipation and you want them to be perfect um and it can be a hard battle to win as well because like ben has talked many times as to how these created and how long it takes to create them and you know with modern you have your digital files that they can process and 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 convert into a manufacturer a manufacturable uh product but then going back into early trek you know you're looking hunting for maybe the original cg models or the original references and uh sometimes they get it wrong you know um and they have to kind of make up as they go along at certain times by reaching out to some of the creatives that were involved in the production as well so you know it's that fine balance when you're looking at a mass produced collection i think they're as bespoke as they can be at a price point but still you know you you can you always wish for the best representation possible but they're gonna make it profitable as you say Mm. and i think Having eighty percent right is actually far better than having nothing at all. Oh, definitely. I think it's kind of something we kind of do forget about, or it's like, oh, it hasn't got this thing. But at least we have got yeah. something, at least, rather than what we had before, which was nothing. Exactly. That's anyway, we that, have nothing. Yeah, like that's exactly the way that I look at it, and I don't often get it anymore because I'm I'm so kind of long in the tooth doing it. But <laughs> I, like back in the day, like everyone's like, oh. You just like every model, don't you? And it's like, well, kind of, yes. You know, I can see There's... I can see the errors in them, but I kind of look at them as uh, a bigger piece. And, like, my videos are... They're, I'm not going to dissect everything. It's more of my, like, okay, I'm literally just taking this out of the box, generally for the first time, and here's my kind of reaction review. And I, I will miss some stuff, because, again, there are people out there that would be far more knowledgeable. But... Um, you know, if a, if a phaser is in the wrong place or, uh, like, case in point, the Shenzhou XL uh, that I recently reviewed. Fabulous model. But for quality reasons unknown, they have a mirror <laughs> universe a decal on the nacelle. And it's a shame. It's 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 a damn shame. But, uh, um, you know, it's not it's not a it's not going to take away from the model as well but i know how it could for other people though yeah but um it, again it depends on what you're looking for or how invested you are in the collection as well but you know hero click try to look after you if there's any issues that they can address and if they can't you know it just is what it is yeah i, I have been very i've been very fortunate i've had very little problems over the years with kind of getting models and all that sort of thing i've hardly had anyone's broken or anything like that i've hardly had any so i've had a very sheltered life of kind of getting them (laughs) so i look at some people going oh my god they've screwed this up they screwed that up and i'm going oh my god thank god like my postman kind of like (laughs) delicately put them on the porch and things like that because i had hardly any issues like i really don't get it it's just so I, I have an awful so lot of good. sympathy for the people that did, but I had yeah. no issues at all. There is very well, few cases where you go, oh, this is broken. Like, 
one of them, and they're very minor things. So one of them was I think the metal weight in the Borg probe had is loose in one of my models. So I emailed, emailed who else? Zoe over at customer service and went, "Can I get a new one, please?" And I, next thing I know, I'm getting a new one. It's like, okay, thank you. Yeah. It was like just yeah. oh, just wonderful. Similarly with the bonus. Oh, it's the word I can't say. Consangroga. That's a word I can't uh, say. Con- uh, oh. Con- oh. Con- oh, God, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Conestoga? Conestoga, Conestoga. 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 Yeah, yeah, they kind of still go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I got, yeah, there we go. I got that one, and knowingly, on the back of that, one of the um, rockets, no, another, I can't remember what you call them, but one of the rocket engines has come off. So I've got a replacement of that, mm. so I've got two of them lying around and so and i love that yeah. model so i am i i have a lot of sympathy for people that have had a horrible time with yeah. the collection because 180 issues and whatever else you've bought and it turns up in a million pieces is kind of yeah i i have a long lot of sympathy because i've had a very easy easy time see that's it there, there are different sides to the coin and like to give you a very very brief uh, rundown of my history. Uh, I subscribed, and I'm. I call myself Irish Trekkie because surprise, surprise, I'm from <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> but um, so I subscribed to the collection. So again, I had the commitment of getting the ships every every month, and that's where I based the YouTube channel on. But I remember, you know, going into the collection, I was having some shipment issues, and again, if something came broken, like that, customer service were able to. Uh, assist fairly rapidly you know but my, my biggest thing initially was consistency in delivery and they were having issues and uh, I swapped over to getting them sent to the news agents instead of uh, coming here and that worked very well for me for a long time and again if I ever encountered an issue customer service um, was able to facilitate and um, again for full like disclosure I'm not a shill or anything like that but because of my uh, community here I'm in a position where I get sent models now I'm super fortunate and I you know I thank my lucky stars every single day because of the how the community has put me in that situation but again I still look at them objectively like if it's a win awesome if not you know you, you got to call it out as well but um, you know talking to other people there are still some issues out there and again they rectify them but I know some people that have had like you know not experiences but for the most part for uh, a collection that caters for Europe America and multiple other regions across the world um, there's more successes than there are not which is which is you know an amazing thing to see at the same time it's just incredible how I've managed to get that many models out and produce them to everyone with so much success I think it just shows you kind of they know what they're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because I mean, you know, there's always sometimes going to be a bit of wear and tear with the models. I think I can't remember which one it was. Damn, it might actually have been an XO one, but I remember you said there's like a bit of scratch paintwork sometimes, and you know, it's, it's sometimes stuff like that is is going to happen. It is just is the way it is. But yeah, you know, for the most part, you know, bear it by and probably the odd few people, it seems like most people are happy with quite a lot of the models um i mean i yeah. know sometimes also as well that 
sometimes with some of the models they'll take some liberties like and maybe this is because as you say maybe they don't have all the information they need to get the model exact but and again i can't remember which which one it was but i know sometimes they'll they'll you know something won't be in the exact place you think it would be but mm. when that's the case hasn't the ship sometimes looked better for it Ooh. Yeah, it really would be depending on the person. You you will want someone who will uh like like for example, the Enterprise Z will be a great example because uh that ship changed every movie, you know, um and which version do they do? And you know do they blend them all together to make their own kind of Frankenstein <laughs> version to appease to the masses as well, you know, but um like there, there are things will that will like disappear. Like ones that kind of come to mind are like again going back to the Enterprise C. Like you're missing uh, an impulse drive, uh, straight up. You're, you're just missing that. And like um, the first Nebula that we got at this god awful scene, <laughs> which isn't like Hero Collector. You know they 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 are meticulous in their in hiding their their manufacturing lines, which I I really applaud. Um, but there, some of them. You're kind of going, oh, I can't have it facing that way because it just looks hideous. Um, but I think what most people will tend to kind of pick up on on almost every model is uh, window drift, <laughs> where they go to the hassle of uh, modeling in the windows, which then go to the mold, which are manufactured, and then they have their paint applications, which don't line up with the molds. And um, again, haven't talked many times about this it's it's simply a product of manufacturing drift where probably the first x amount of ships that are manufactured will be perfect and then the paint will the the machines will just slightly drift out and get worse and worse and worse until they maybe they're recalibrated you know um i've said for many many a video that i wish they just didn't mold in the video in the in the windows and you wouldn't even notice that the windows are slightly misaligned you know but uh like they're on point with their decals for the most part. They're as teching, you know, when you're looking at your uh, Starfleet ships, and um, you know their inclusion of the plastic components as well. I know we talked about the diecast, but like their plastic components for deflector dishes where necessary, or bizarre collectors or nacelle strips and stuff like that. I like the the different uh, materials that they use, even on the smaller ships, you know. And I think my biggest beef would be for the XL ships. Um, that is an issue where people would expect more detail and on certain occasions they get that but on other occasions they just get like a blown up version like you mentioned um jamie i think you said that you you hands on the runabout earlier yeah, that's on right, yeah you know so that's in both collections so you can get the regular version which looks lovely you know <laughs> love a runabout quality ship and then you have that in the XL version which is literally just a blown up version of that with the same level of detail, which just doesn't look right. Um, they had opportunity. You're, you have a bigger canvas. You would expect to have more detail in there. And uh, again, with the price point that they're at as well, I think that's a fair justification um, or an expectation, should I say. Yeah, you know. I think that's fair enough. And sometimes you don't always get that, which is a shame. And sometimes you do. So a little bit of inconsistency, you know. So um, what are some of you, I mean, obviously, I know you said you've, done a lot of reviews and i know you as i said you you know your 
you might find faults here and there, but what are some of your most absolute favourite <laughs> models that, that Eagle Moss have produced, like, that you just thought were just, well, top quality, I suppose? Ooh. So <laughs> let's say there's a fire in my house and I've, I've rescued my family and I have to go back in. <laughs> what, what do I grab? Um, I, I'm a total Starfleet fanboy, you know, always have, always will. I, I do like my alien ships, but um, the most of the hero ships are spot on, to be honest with you. The, the Enterprise D um, and the NX-01 we've already mentioned. The, the Miranda fleet, the variants that they've done on those um, are exceptional. You know, um, the like down to the Lantry and uh, the Saratoga and stuff like that. They've been beautiful ships. Um, and like you mentioned, like the 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 World Three Six, the 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 Borg fleet. You know, um, they've been really cool as well. And even even like the uh, First Contact fleet have been awesome ships. It's so it's so freaking hard. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> the but like I don't want to focus all the way on all on either. Like you know, the the Vulcan ships have been great. I'm just I'm looking back now at my collection <laughs> here, and um, you know I do have a special spot for my my uh, USS Discovery. That's that's always going to be up there for them. But if I was to <laughs> I was to pick one, oh. The ultimate question. <laughs> the ultimate question. I to pick one. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give myself a little bit of breathing room here. I'm gonna go with like one from the specials, one from the regular collection, one from the XLs. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so that's, that's I'm gonna fine. pick, I'm gonna pick the XL Enterprise D. Great model, absolutely fantastic model. Um, so that's my XLs care for. Uh, my special bonus ships. That'll be a little bit trickier. Um, I suppose probably one of the most awesome ships in specials has been um, the landed position Klingon Bird of Prey. Um, she's an absolute gem. And again, doesn't even need the stand to be displayed. So I would probably go with her for uh, like the bonus. Um, and for the regular collection, I probably, because I have an Enterprise D now, I think... <laughs> I would pick uh, the USS Reliant. Um, yeah, that's still always, that has been consistently in my top 10 for the longest of times. Um, so I'd probably pick her. Um, and if, if I if I had room, I'd probably pick the XL uh, Classic Enterprise TOS version as well, as I'm running out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly grab that as I'm going out. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> you know, so that'd be me. That'd be me. You know, um, the disco collection has been amazing. Like the sarcophagus, not to kind of hog the mic here or anything like that, but like with with Discovery, the they they have a challenge of aesthetics that not everyone likes the design language. You know, um, you're kind of you're going back into days of yore when you're pulling ships from TOS and TNG and you know Voyager and such, but with the newer treks they're still quite divisive but man the models that they put out like the the sarcophagus ship and 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 uh, the the battle of the binary fleet have been phenomenal and if you're a star trek online fan wow you know i don't know if it's because they have access to amazing cgi models from the developers but holy cow like those ships the mod the sculpting on them and the paint applications not for everybody 
you can't deny the quality in the actual end product that people get in their hands. They're freaking amazing. I think it's experience so far into the collection that they can put that in the detail that they did not have in the first batch. They've now improved enough that they can integrate that into the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's part of it as well because uh, I have got my own quite a few SGO ships because my god they look pretty. I did. I think I wouldn't want to get everyone, but there are some that I just want to get. I really want to yeah. get. Um, and I also own. I can never remember which one it is, whether it's the normal one or the XLR one. I think it's the extra large one, but I've got the NX Disco Prize, and that is a wonderful model as well. <laughs> There's not much difference between the two, but the price. <laughs> you know. Um, I think I went for the extra large one because I haven't got. I signed up for the Discovery collection and I got Shinju yeah. and I got Discovery and then I pulled out because like you say I'm not that keen on most of it but I wanted to get those two because they, oh, they're they good models, lovely models big models yeah. but nice models but they, oh just there's too many ships, there's just ships, ships, ships just... space is an issue you know like if you're a completionist man like where do you put them um I've seen some excellent pictures of collections out there, but uh, I know not everyone can. Like, there is the financial investment in them, but, um, you know, even just displaying and upkeeping and dusting and so on and so forth, it's it's a, it's an investment in time and space and logistics and, and finances. <laughs> Jamie, what, what's your impression of it all? And I really, the question I want to ask you is what have you got your eye on? Oh, what, in terms of kind of what the research you've given me, like the pictures I've seen Yeah, well, what's like your perspective on this all? Because I think that'd be very interesting to see from the mm. other other side of the fence and what you've actually got your eye on. Because you've been very cagey with what you've said. You've only said the next I one to me. Beyond that, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, but I know that list is longer than one. I think that's probably about six to eight ships that you've got in your mind. Well, I think, I think for me, I probably, I would, I mean, first of all, I'd probably... I'm, I'm a, I wouldn't say I would, I'm a completionist. Like I would want every mod. I would, I'm one of those people. If I see something I like the look of, or if you're going to cherry pick, aren't you? You're going to cherry yeah. pick a few, I think. Yeah, that that would be kind of my approach to it. And I suppose, I mean, obviously, apart from the NXO one, I said briefly earlier, I'd love to get like um, like the Klingon Bird of Prey. Um, I'd also get the one from the 2150s, uh, the Nekvar as well. I really like the look of. Um, uh, there's quite a few I'd love, absolutely love to get. I must admit, mm. based on the, based again what I've seen and, and that kind of thing. Um, I really loved the design of the the model of the Jemadar battle cruiser. I thought that was just yeah. incredible. And and as you guys, I think it was I think it was you um, said um, Damien about like the the ball cube like, having that having that menacing feel. When I saw the Jemadar battle cruiser, the model of that. Um, and pictures of it. That's what I felt. I felt that menace that was there in the design mm. that they've done for it. And yeah, I just yeah. I mean, I've got a list of myself ones I'd like to get. I've got a good. I've got quite about forty six, <laughs> which I just like. Yeah, I know. I'm not obviously going to list them all, but just really great ones. Or like even like um the like the Zindi ships, like the reptilian warship and. Mm. All that kind of thing. I mean, and obviously, I know some of these models will probably be more popular than others. Um, but yeah, I just 
it's kind of overwhelming actually to be honest with you where do um, you begin yeah yeah <laughs> nxo one will probably be where i'll begin that would probably yeah. be my starting point um but simon said to me they're very hard to get hold of these days apparently so i may have to set my expectations accordingly um one other one i think you may have sh- i'm not sure if you have this one side or not <laughs> you might have shown me but the shuttle alice yeah, I've got mm-hmm. that one. You've got yeah. yeah, I thought you you'd shown that to I me. Have, and I, Jamie, I have all one hundred and eighty. You do. I thought you did, but I know you obviously you've not been obviously you haven't shown me the walk as well. Obviously, you know <laughs> you can't get obviously access to all of them easily in your obviously. You know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean those would probably be some of the few that I would pick. I mean there is more, but as I said, I'm, I'm mm. not going to list them all because we'll be here forever. But that would probably be some of the ones I would I would pick, and I think I think detail would be important to me. Like, if they take into liberties, it, I suppose it would depend on the reasoning behind it. So if if they can make it look better in some way, if it's not exact from the actual show itself or whatever, then I could I could probably be happy with it. But I think detail would be important because, as you say, mm. the whole point of it is to get that accurate representation as much as possible. And to fill that the character of that starship, so yeah, I think that's probably where I stand. If that, if that makes any sense. If you want a golf ball, when you go over your brother, you could get the Viserys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the Borg Sphere, yeah. one of those. So you can pretty much get those to another Star Trek kind of golf ball. Deep, why not? There you go. <laughs> there you go. I think one of my absolute favourite ones, and I put this in one of the latest Clive articles and he actually I think he agreed with me the premium better cruiser oh my god the grieveling on that oh my mm-hmm. god pretty pretty favorite episode and pretty shit yeah great just, oh because oh always wanted it and now we have it yeah yay <laughs> <laughs> well done eagle boss and I, I think know, right? the other cool thing that they've done is the um concepts Mm-hmm. Some concepts we've Excelsior never had either, and oh, just the bonus issues. And I think I really love the D4, the Canal D4 Battle Cruiser. Mm-hmm. That is one pretty model. Because you look at that drawing, and you just go, oh, I wish that was on the screen. And then to actually own it, and the, the feel yeah. of it is just beautifully, just, oh, just, yes, happy. Yeah. Like the, the, the concepts have been great, like having. Like the the Voyager concept and um, the uh, Enterprise C concept, uh, Andy Prober's design, some amazing ones in there, you know. And even like it was the first time we were able to get our hands on a Titan, as well. Yeah. Um, Luna class, which was Elfantine awesome. Titan as well. Mhm. Yeah. Because yeah, you've got to think. I mean, how, I mean, you see, you guys will probably know more than me on this. I, I, I suppose it probably depends on the model itself, but. Is there like a rough time it normally takes for them to, to make a model and like and everything, paint it and build it and all that kind of stuff? Or does it just depend on what, what it is they're actually producing? Ben has said previously, you know, from start to finish, it takes about a year per issue. You know, so from the magazine to gathering the information, the files, developing the 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 manufacturing templates and the tooling as well you know so kind of a year start to finish which wow, is huge investment i was gonna say that's amazing wow. yeah it's 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 crazy like you know 
and like when you're in a community and you're kind of hearing complaints which are most of the time valid you know you, you have to kind of consider what goes into you know and sometimes things are missed there are quality issues um but it's not like they're just flying them out for for the sake of it you know there's there's a huge team behind behind them you know it's, it's crazy yeah, investment and, yeah and obviously you know it's because again from from your i think actually i think Dan, your um your videos are really quite good even for even for like first time people who kind of <laughs> who are not quite sure whether who would maybe get into that whole side of things with star trek I think it's really, really good, and and the other thing as well is I find is you know you might say oh you know this doesn't look quite right or might, or they got that a bit wrong, but you'll always say oh but that that bit's really good. So it's it's all about mm. being just objective and just giving constructive criticism, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. You know, and it's, again, you know, it's it's something that you can look at and go yeah I can live with that, no problem at all. Um, or not. You know, uh, don't pick it up if you're a la carte. You know, it's that, that's what I try to do in the videos. It's like when you when you look at the videos, it's it's really just the magazine and the ship. That's all you see. You know, and I try to kind of pour over the ship and you know if it's something that you like, you know, normally you can and they're pretty good at doing kind of offers. Like they they do a lot of uh, holiday specials and uh, you know geek related um, promos and stuff like that, which is awesome. So like you know three for twos or stuff like that as well so if you're if you're a la carte if stock is there which has always been a challenge let alone what's been going on in the last year and a half um you can always generally pick up a, a good deal here and there as well you know they're always good to watch out for aren't they mm. so another thing as well um, that i think you mentioned to me so as well isn't it the stand even the stand of the ships coming is also very important as well isn't it yeah, definitely. Because obviously, you know, if you're designing certain models, then obviously the stand needs to be designed a certain way. So obviously, the ship can actually fit and not be be um, posed. Hello. Yeah. We lose Simon. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I thought you guys had broke up there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, was hearing, I was hearing. So I was like, okay. Did, what just happened? <laughs> so did I miss? Did you guys say something? I, I got. I heard what you said about the stand. Yeah, and you're you're right. Like the the stands are pretty important. Um, <laughs> even though some of them, some of my ships do pop off from time to time. You know the uh, my Romulan and, and Klingon ships, but um, you know it's it's nice that they're they're fairly weighted, and uh, sometimes they're kind of almost tilted as well. So like with the Federation ship, you know they're kind of at times swooping off of the stand as well which is pretty cool yeah so i really want to say, get one of these now just so i can fly it around the living room and make like shooting noises it's the, the little child inside all of us <laughs> i remember a joke that someone said way back when it's like the stands are like a ship in themselves they look like the ship from the movie arrival so it's like you get a free ship with every Ship you buy from Eagle Moss as well, so <laughs> you know. Two for it's one. Pretty cool ship in itself. <laughs> Two for one, exactly. <laughs> but it's just clever the way they do it. So, like you say earlier, they don't have any connection to the model itself. You know, they are separate entities that you can, certain ones, not have a need for them, which is just incredible. Just kind of the way they're designed that 
you can just live without it. Like you say with the Clown Bird of Prey, and there's I think there's a few others hidden within the collection that you can just have them here, there, and everywhere. Just plonk down mm. yeah. without one. Just and they didn't have to do that like you know like the, the thought that would go into designing the mounts you know that could have been easily just a peg that goes into a hole in each of the ships you know but uh, it's something that I've always appreciated yeah rest in peace Bajoran sail ship and the many <laughs> copies everyone's had of that I think how many times Odious have you had yep lost that one again that damn hey, ship and its sails <laughs> If that if that comes broken, it's technically screen accurate at that stage, you know. There you <laughs> it just go. hit a it hit, it hit a tacky on Eddie. Because <laughs> there are certain ships that you just hear things about, and it's always that one that hears it. That that one tried yeah. to fly off its stand, and it's not going back together. So, yeah. Yeah. and then I also really want to talk to you about a certain ship that has kind of gone down in mythos from your videos the poop ship <laughs> the SS poop <laughs> ship yeah or a good old mail on favorite yeah yeah as I said earlier yeah a collection is completely subjective <laughs> you know uh, I'm sure some people really like that but listen it is it is a poop ship it looks like a poop it uh, it transports basically poop um, and it's a poop yeah but what can I say <laughs> I apologise to Rick Sternback because of that, but uh, listen, <laughs> had to be said. It just needed a bit more detail on it, didn't it? I think. Yeah, I don't know whether it was the paint, <laughs> you know, like like when you look at the model, like they had the spars going down the length of it, uh, so like there is detail in there, but it's basically looks like a, tur- a turd from a distance. It's just a long, lumpy brown thing, <laughs> you know. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, that's always just made me laugh. Just kind of, it's that one, and I think, was it the Negva that's also a bit, um, yeah, problematic and kind of lack of detail in certain places that you yeah. just like, why, 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 why? Like the Negvar, surprisingly, and I, I know I mentioned it before, and I think Jamie, you said this is on one of your lists. <laughs> um, like if you flip over the Negvar there's there's massive gaps like they've it it just it looks like and i know listen realistically these are toys they're collectibles but um you want them to be accurate and as detailed as possible and the negvar unfortunately no (laughs) no the color is wrong and there's gaps and holes and it just looks clunky and you know it's it's a shame for such like the vorch has beautiful the Katinga, the Bird of Praise, phenomenal, and it's just like the Negvars. Um, like I recently reviewed the Bortescu from Star Trek Online. Holy cow, <laughs> that's an amazing Klingon ship for something that's kind of similar to the Negvar. And uh, yeah, if you if you want to look at something that's on either side of the spectrum, they're two good ships to compare with each other. Damien, yeah. can you hear the? Um, instance of Jamie deleting that from his list. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, actually, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm actually currently doing that. Yeah, it's going out then. Right. Okay. Sorry, guys. As you say, if it is like that, then that's a huge kind of. That's a lot. 
I mean, that's a key thing. <laughs> the colour's not even living right. And, and yeah, I, yeah. I mean, a certain thing, little things I could probably <laughs> let go, but I things big like that, it's like, well, it's not even the flipping colour, then it's not, yeah, no. It's just a little bit too, a little bit too light, like, you know, the, yeah. the overall Klingon fleet is fantastic, and the overall Romulan fleet, like, I'm looking at the collection now, yeah, do you know, we got a decent amount of Romulan ships as well. Um, and they're, they're they're fantastic as well, like, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. That, they're, they're, that's probably one that does stand out. I said, like, a, <laughs> could have done better, you know. Needs, needs, need to try more. <laughs> need to try harder. There's just not many that I look back and go, oh, that was a bad week. There's, there's some weeks where I looked back where you get them, like, once a month and you'd get two issues and it's just like... Jamie knows this when I put pictures up on social media and I'd kind of go oh I, gro- I got some great ships last week I got some great ships and then there's other weeks where it's like my god like that was a thing like ship of, a ship of the week yeah yeah where I just go yeah I really am not bothered like just some weeks are just like awesome and then other weeks you just go oh that, oh yeah. like, no just and it is, it's an instant getting out of the box and you go, oh my god, I love this thing, or, I'm yeah. never, I'm never looking at that ever again. It's like your TNG freighters, you know, um, where you have your, you have your core design, like the Torellian freighter, for example. <laughs> but you will see that, like, seven different variations from TNG to Voyager to TS9. And it's awesome that they're in the collection, but you're kind of going, oh, another freighter awesome yeah you know and again if you're a completionist it's it's part of the course um but you're never going to have that as an issue when you're kind of an a la carte you just pay you really really want um but it's it's nice to have those ships of the weeks at the same time but you know they're not going to be the ones that you would run to like one one that i probably wouldn't run to either is um from Voyager, the, the the ship that was acting as Voyager, remember when they were oh, the, the, the fake, fake crew, fake Delta Flyer. you know, the, the fake Delta Flyer, exactly. Yeah, I think he said Voyager, and like that, that's not going to win any, you know, beauty awards or you know maybe only a mother could love it, but um, you know it's it's in the collection, it's cool, but you know nothing that I'd kind of want to put in a list to review again. I never but, uh, got Archer's toy starship. Yeah, yeah. But that's another one where I went, what? Why? I, and um, <laughs> Captain Proton's ship. That's another one where you go, what? what yeah. Seriously? Like, um, why? Is it why they've, put, why they've put it in the collection or just the way it turned out? I have no issue with what they produce. I'm just not quite sure they fit the kind of... What? The, with, with those two, like the way I look at the toy ship is I know it's the toy ship. But I just kind of look at it as a replica of what, you know, early space flight ship looked like, you know, kind of uh, like we have in the collection with uh, uh, from Cochrane's uh, vessels and stuff like that, you know. But with 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 the Proton ship, yeah, I completely agree with you. It's, it's a black and white retro style <laughs> rocket. But like I know Michael Kuda wanted that in the collection uh, and he asked and uh, Ben uh, included it in the collection. So I thought that was kind of cool. But, um, you know, it's, yeah. Would I miss it if it was never in the collection? Me personally, I probably wouldn't miss it. But, yeah. At least Mike got it, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think, yeah, I think what you said about, particularly about Archer's uh, said toy ship, I think it's pretty cool, as you say. And not did even just they said that ship and just I said is that from Cochrane like the Phoenix. It's all you know, that that kind of stuff, yeah. it's it's bridging that gap between our kind of time and TOS kind of I think you've always said it to me, haven't you, Sai? Enterprise is kind of the closest to what we to what we can kind of relate to, isn't it? So what we are now, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's kind of the linking tissue between us and Star Trek kind of thing and us and twenty fourth century. Yeah, it's it's just a fantastic collection, and it, I kind of got sad last year. It's like, oh, is that it? I'm not getting ships monthly now. It's like, oh, and then obviously with what's going on at the moment, it's like bonuses have kind of been like kind of um, delayed. So who knows when we'll be getting mm-hmm. new bonus issues and what they'll be? Because I love the bonus issues. I own most of them, and. Yeah. I look forward to seeing what they come up with because they've come up with some incredible things in that. And mm. I really want to see what they've got hidden away in their digital files, hidden away that you know they want to release but can't because what's going on. And yeah. they've just got better and better as they've gone on. Do you look at that Cardassian weapon platform and oh, it's the weight of it. It's just incredible. Just the something else that you. Yeah. Why am why else would we get it? Yeah. That's it. You'd never get them anywhere else. And like when you're looking at the bonus collection, like ships that were talked about in the past that we haven't yet seen that were mentioned for the bonus collection was like, you know, like the Planet of the Titans Enterprise, you know, which is kind of like the, the foundation of what the Discovery ended up. And uh, we have the Vertical Bird of Prey, or not the Vertical Bird of Prey, sorry, the Vertical Warbird um, Proberts. Uh, concept design and um, there was even talk of the Valiant the concept design for the Defiant as well like they'd be awesome ships to have and I think actually if I remember um, the the USS Emmett you mentioned about what we left behind um, that was the ship from the you know the season 8 read through that they were doing as well the one that John E's worked on that'd be a cool ship to have you know um, the one that Captain Nog commanded um, but yeah Hopefully, when things come back to normal, we get some more awesome we, ships. We haven't even got onto the shuttle sets either. Yeah. What do you think about the size of the shuttles? Would you like them individually in the collection or in these kind of four packs? From forever, that I have loved the Type 11 shuttle from forever. Yeah. I own the set it comes from. Just for that ish, just for that copy, and I for for a long time wanted a normal collection size model of it. I, I it's great that I have a teeny tiny little version of it, but I would yeah. I would love them to produce normal size mod because the problem yeah. I have with it is they have done it already with other shuttles, They're numerous times in the stand collection. Mm-hmm. Alice, we mentioned Alice. Is a, is a shuttle yeah. type of craft. Alice, they you have know, the Rumlin one. That's a flyer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've, I've got one of the booklets here, so I've I've had a, I can look through them quite easily, and you just what else is? They're very else? they're very expensive for 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 a four pack, and like you can often get them on offer. Um, now they come with the cooler coolograms, and I do like the smaller magazines. I I, I would prefer the smaller magazines for almost every ship. But um, 
you know there are some fantastic like the, the, the packs that we've gotten have been amazing with maybe the exception of the JJ shuttles um, the shuttles <laughs> have been small but these are like micro machine small they're they're friggin tiny um, but they have been cool to have like you know the type 11 is, is awesome um, and some of the random ones from like the, the motion pictures and stuff like that uh, and the movies have been pretty cool to have some of them eh, you know, the docking shuttle from the, the latest pack is like yeah you know okay what about, cool. what, about, um, what about the Delta Flyer what do you guys think of that Ready model, because that was a standard, standard issue. So a really good size. Yeah, and now an XL as well. It, oh, because again, I think you know, side Delta Fly is always a shot I've, I've always quite liked. Damien, have you noticed um, it? We're effectively going down Jamie's list and telling him if he, if he should or shouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is like a shopping list for Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> anything else? No. Anything else, Jamie? No, 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 that's it. No, I'll just, just, just want your guys' opinions again. I've always liked a Delta Flyer, and if Eagle Moss, yeah. you guys think Eagle Moss has done a pretty good model of that, then that's what yeah. I'll fix again. I like them, but I have only bought two sets. I think I bought the original one and the uh, third set because of the Type 11, but I haven't got any of the other ones. I, I have got to be honest, I did also win um, the Type I think it's type seven. The one with the wrong registry. I won one of those on the um, Facebook group. Oh, or oh, the type fifteen. The the little um, Captain Picard's little yeah. tiny one. Yeah, yeah. I got my it numbers has like one oh seven one. Yeah, instead of one seven oh. I won yeah. one of them yolks ago in the uh, Facebook group. So I do mm-hmm. own that as well. And that's that's up on display as well. So. It's one of those things I'd like to, but with, and I think you said it, and I think the guys at Ecology have, and Clive, it is the price and size. You, it's just something that holds you back, where you just go, I can't warrant this, really. In an ideal world, I can't warrant this mm-hmm. at, at this size and for what I'm getting. Because £75 yeah. is an awful lot of money. Yeah. And it's like yeah. double the cost of a normal one. Wow. However that works, like, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and again, you know, keeping an eye out for those offers that come up on the site, you can you can pick them up fairly decent as well. But, you know, you have to kind of like the pack. Like that, that, that second pack that you were mentioning about the Type 15 in, you know the rest of the shuttles in there are pretty cool. Like the you get you get pod one from the NX01, which is a great little looks great. They did a great job on it, you know. So if you were to get that with like the NX01, you know you can kind of pair them up for like a cool collection. But it's it's an investment in in you know a lot of money at the same time. I do wonder if they will eventually give up and just go here. There they are. There's normal standard issues and that bonus bonus issues just there they are like stop complaining there mm. they are if you want them because i think that that will be a smart deal if you want a dinky one there you go if you want a standard one there you go mm. i i think that would be a, it would, people I, want them they'll build them supply and oh, demand that. yeah just and i think the supply yeah. has been there for years and you and some ways they'll get um double the bite of the cherry if you get mm. the 
if you get the sets and if you get the standard size ones. I don't yeah. know why I'm giving them more money, but that's kind of what... I, all I want <laughs> is a full-size Type 11, and I'll be happy, and I'll be quiet. Ben, if you're listening. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> uh, whilst today, Ben, if I could get an NX uh, uh, one, uh, one, no one, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's, it's just a collection I'm very pleased with, and I'm glad that I've been there the whole time, and... I've I've been looking forward to this episode for ages and trying to teach Jamie about it through by curiously through your reviews and clients <laughs> and the Geek College you guys because it's it's a big yeah. challenge to talk someone through when they look at it from afar because I so I've been collecting it forever and he's yeah. just sitting to me rambling on about this ship and showing him and him going oh that's what what my mum does when she doesn't have a clue what I'm on about, it's like, oh, that's nice, Simon, where she's just like, oh, I have Simon. no idea what I'm looking at. It's the same thing with Jamie, it's like, yeah, it's, it's a model, like, what, what yeah. am I looking at? So for him to actually do, an F- for Jamie to do a couple of episodes on it, I think it's quite interesting, and to actually have a nice point of view. Mm. That's it, you know, and, like, when you, when you look at it as a whole, which, you know, looking back over, since... 2013 it's the behemoth that is now the the star trek starships collection you know there's there's nothing else out there like it and you know for something for someone who just wants a model of a ship chances are you can probably get your hands on one of them and then if you want to know about that ship you have the magazine that will you know give you the specs of it and the lore and on occasion for the most part uh how it came to be you know what went into designing it sometimes you get a little bit of fluff in the magazines like about season three of tng or the costume design you know and that is interesting not to me uh but for some but um you know having having the book to company it as well uh it's pretty cool to have and you know if you're an car collector you're in an amazing position to pick up some uh, an awesome little fleet for you it's just yeah i couldn't have put it better myself just it's just amazing collection that it, I couldn't imagine not having just being so ship geek you can't like how you could not fall for it could not fall in love with it over <laughs> yeah. the years and just kind of you, you know it is flawed with a few things and they've not got right but yeah, yeah. I mean even from sorry go on sorry I'm just mumbling just just, just happy <laughs> <laughs> I say even from my perspective, even kind of now I said recently, because the catalyst kind of for this, um, Damien was actually we, me and Simon. I think was it? Well, oh, must have been almost a couple of months ago. Now we did. Um, no, that um, was a month ago, Jerry. Yeah, it was beginning of January. Beginning of January. So yeah, about a month ago we did a profile on the USS Rio Grande, um, mm-hmm. and I it was he said it opened my sort of things, and that's kind of where that's where. I kind of, I suppose my, you know, dipping my toe into into the ship world has kind of come from, the starship world has kind of come from, and mm. you know, from my perspective, yeah, I, I totally see the appeal of it, you know, and it's kind of in my head, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I wish I'd kind of got into this a bit sooner, maybe when Eagle Moss were actually still doing all these uh, additions and models and all that kind mm. of stuff, so and I'm sure they're obviously they're, they're still available, um, yeah. but having that kind of exciting feel of, you know, subscribe, is it 
is it every month, isn't it? They did it. Two ships every month, yeah. Two yeah. ships every month. I, oh. I, can imagine, I can imagine it must have been very exciting, particularly if it was a, a ship you loved, and particularly if they did it perfectly. Yeah. So That's I it. do totally get the appeal of that. Cause I, I love the Facebook group because someone would always post on there and that was my indication that mine was also coming because I, I think they were in the same postal thing as me. So if I saw a post <laughs> from them going, hey, I just received it, I knew that it would be on my in my porch going, oh, it's my delivery must be here by now. And I love Ship that. Day. Just like, <laughs> and seeing that box and opening it up. Because I have... I'm not. I was never as fancy, and I still am not as fancy as the, you know, all you three, you know, um, Damien, Clive, and the Geekology guys. And my pictures, I just go nice and simple. Here it is, my standardised picture of this is what it looks like. But I, yeah, kind of, I enjoyed doing that every time, just to try and make it look good, try and at least try and get a bit of good light on it, mm. and just kind of, it came a bit of a tradition after a while. It's kind yeah. of you get it out, you have a good feel of it, and go, hmm, yes, no, maybe. Do I love it? Do I not like it? Some, are, you know, some of them you get and you discount and you go, no, not like this. Got it out of the box and you go, my god damn it, I've done it again. I like this one. Yeah. I like this one. Especially I don't know if they why. They surprised you, you know, when you weren't expecting to like it, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, wow, it's an amazing ship. That's even a better feeling sometimes. And it was all the ones that were ship of the week. It was one of those ones where you just go, I really don't give a crap out this one. You get it out of the box and you just go, Wow. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. How, <laughs> curse, curse you. How did I miss this ship previously? Like, yeah. Like the Zosa. Like, that's that's one I've just seen. And that's one that's. Yeah. You just go, That was on screen for like two seconds. And you give this, this model and I've gone, Oh my god, this is pretty. This is pretty. Just stuff like that where you just go SSM it. You know, that's in the opening credits of the um, Enterprise. Yeah. Hardly seen on the screen. And you look at that and you go, that's good as well. That's nice. <laughs> and there's loads of cases of that where you just go, I had not even thought about that for a second. And you're giving this to me and I'm going, damn it. Damn it! Damn it! This is why I subscribe. This is why. I... Just yeah, just magic. Yeah. Jamie, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say, is there ever for you guys? Has there ever been any ships, like say, from whatever Star Trek series that you, and maybe even popular ones, I say the ones that featured more than once that you just didn't like at all, for whatever reason, like the look of it or whatever. But when you got a model of it, if you were subscribed, you actually changed your mind on the ship. You've gone, actually, this is done real well. Actually, it's not, not so bad. I never quite got the Centaur class. Mm. And it was getting that model. Mm. It's a nice model. And then you read the story behind it, and that was just a complete package for me. It's a very minor ship. It only appeared in, what, one episode of uh, Deep Space Nine? Mm-hmm. For three minutes. And you read the story. You read the origin behind it. And you just look at it and you just go, oh my god, that is incredible. Yeah. It's, just... it's a pretty good one. Yeah. What about you, Damien? Has there ever been one like that where you just go, I didn't like that ship at all from the show, but you get the model of it, it's like, oh, actually, is that anything like that for you? Probably. One that, the one that would stand out would be the Hideki class from the Cardassians. Um, that, 
I it didn't really register to me as a ship, but when it came out, I was like, it's pretty freaking cool. When I opened up the box, and they did a great job on it, you know. Um, but yeah, it would it it'd make you kind of want to dive in and learn more about the ship, you know. So like that that would be one that would would jump to me, and like like some of the the Zindi ships as well, like the Zindi insectoid ship. Oh, like they 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 nailed <laughs> that ship, and the size of it when you got it, like yeah, these three pincers, and uh, you're like. Wow, that's a cool-looking ship, you know. I've, I mean, from watching Enterprise, I've always, I think Simon knows, I've always loved the design of these Indian ships. So whether it's the aquatic, whether it's the reptilian or the sector ship, mm. or even the uh, Dagris, I've always loved the design of those ships. So mm. it sounds like Eagle Moss did a pretty good job with those as well. So chopping <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. for Jamie, so, you know. <laughs> Never made Dagris ship, though. And, like, you know, it's... Have a you know, that's true, you know, not yet, huh? not yet. Just but, like, you know... Okay. An interesting thing to see when you're looking at the collection is the newer treks tend to have more successful models in them because maybe access to the CG as well, you know. So like the the newer the production or, or the more substantial that production, um, they they have hit the kind of the ball out of the park, and that that was that's what surprises me for TNG because there were so many ships of the week. They've nailed a lot of them and like. Those things were just like leadership week. So to have access to the art department and the creatives in there to get get those assets to make models, um, yeah, amazing, amazing work that they have. You know, great job on them. Jamie, I have the impression next time I see you properly, I'm going to be sitting down looking through your shipping shopping list, aren't I? Probably. <laughs> Telling you what I think of them. I have a feeling. Yeah. And then maybe by the time we get to settings of Clive, you might have narrowed it down to a few and gone, nope, not that one, not that one anymore. Probably. What have we created? <laughs> but yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed doing this episode because it's just two topics I love chatting about Eagle Moss and Starships. It's just... Yeah, and I've really, I mean, I enjoy every episode we do, but obviously there's, there's you know, there's obviously ones where, you know, that. I said one of us is going to know more about than others but I think you know it's just been really fun and I said it's been even more interesting because I said I've gained more interesting insights so into and an empty wallet what's that and an empty wallet well we've we've not been able to go out really much at the moment as long as I'm spending money on anything really so I can actually afford it so. empty, empty wallet and a fuller room I don't have any room in my room as it is, but yeah, I'm gonna have to clear it. I think if I'm gonna seriously start getting some of these model ships, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> That's <is> good. <laughs> is there anything else we want to say? Because it's been kind of here, there, and everywhere. But anything else that we want to lastly say? I'm. I'm about you, Damien? Um, I say if, if you're at the cost of starting to collect these ships, uh, start looking for nice storage displays, maybe like Kia or elsewhere, because they, they can get fairly Noted. addictive, you know. <laughs> it's the happy ha- ship shopping. <laughs> it's the trials and tribulations thing with Dax and the tribbles, isn't it? Can we just yeah. build a new station? Like, just buy a new house, just. Yeah. Buy an Eagle Moss house so you can house just put... just for your... 
<laughs> I think cause it is a bit of kind of Pandora's box if you or rabbit holes, whatever you want to call it. It's just like you start and it just doesn't stop. Yeah, I'm getting the feeling I've already st- I'm, I'm well on my way to opening my Pandora's box, so you know. <laughs> But, yes, thank you for joining us, Damien. That was an awful lot of fun. So, and, uh, um, on that note, Damien, it was... Oh, you broke up a little bit there. Can you repeat that? Sorry. Um, so, was you saying something, Si? I was. Go on. I was just sort of saying, it was fantastic having you on, Damien. Uh, we'll have to have you on again sometime soon. God knows what talking about what, but... It's like, yeah. something different. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I was going to go into what you were saying, Jamie. Ah. Oh, okay. We were in sync just yet. Yeah, the, the, we're in Skype. <laughs> yeah, the joy is Skype. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, Damien, where can people find you? So, primarily, if you just search for Irish Trekkie, you'll find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um and I have a Discord that's linked into my YouTube channels as well. But you'll find me fairly regularly on uh, YouTube and Twitter for the most part. So just search for Irish Trekkie, all one word. And uh, look forward to meeting up and chatting with you folks. Thanks for having me on as well. Yeah, and what, we'll, what I'll do is try and include some of those links said to like your Twitter and that um, in um, and your YouTube channel in our, in our episode blurb as well. Thank you. No already problem. found, already done. <laughs> I thought you would be so you're, you're the one more you're more, more organised one of the two of us so <laughs> but yeah we'll be back soon with another episode um, and we'll talk to you I don't know what I'm saying I've gone flustered <laughs> <laughs> thank you once again for coming on with us Damien we really do my pleasure so, thanks for having me and yeah we hope you enjoyed listening guys no problem and uh, we'll be back soon Bye. Bye.